0: What's up witches i'm taylor and i'm
1: amber and this, and this is, is waking up the witch. witch we're your neighborhood witches each week we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock we're two curious
0: ladies trying to understand the human experience but while we do that we think it's important to honor the
1: people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views
0: and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Waking Up the Witch. Now, let's go ghouls! (laughs) Hey, Amber.
1: Oh, hey, my friend. How's it going? Um, I feel fantastic. Right now I feel a little high on cat Bean, but um, besides that, I'm so happy about our guest today. Yeah, it was amazing. That was such a beautiful interview. One of my favorites. I say that every time, but I mean it every yeah. time. <laughs> I think we just love this job we've created mm-hmm. for ourselves and being able to connect with so many different types of people in the world. Uh, whether they're witches or not. And I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. This was a highly anticipated, highly desired interview. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite people that I have watched over the internet for a while. And I just can't believe that we got to hang out with her today. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> She's a beautiful soul. That was good. Yeah, I loved everything we got to dive into and really, like, super sex-positive conversations, Mm -hmm. being able to speak openly about these things that have been taboo for so long. I'm really grateful that we could be a space to be able to talk about these things. Yes, I
0: mean, even just being a witch openly was, like, frowned Mm -hmm. upon not that long ago, like... Literally sentenced to death. Yeah. And the idea of women getting pleasure has been not a thing for.
1: Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And even like in more recent years, like Mm -hmm. there's been so much shame around if you are a woman or someone who identifies as a woman and you like to have sex, you have been shamed most likely. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that that is changing in the world and it's people my people like our guests today who are going to help with that change in the world and creating a positive environment and positive conversations around this making me think that
0: like the more extreme like radical self-acceptance we have the more extreme sometimes the other side comes at us because Mm. they're like it's the devil. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm just like a little human having a little human experience. And yeah. like, I can touch and explore my own fucking body that yeah. I like live in every single day. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so many of us don't ever get to know our own bodies. Yeah. Literally. How they work, what they look like. And uh, sometimes that's shame. Mm-hmm. most of the time that's shame
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah, and just like I know personally I was really afraid of my pussy for a very long time and not until probably most recent years did I actually like look at her with compassion and love and acceptance yeah I bet a lot of people have never seen their own vaginas mm-hmm. All the yeah equipment take a look Embrace her. She's beautiful. I <laughs> need a haircut. <laughs> My pubes start to, <laughs> to grow
0: like inward where they like cover the slit. Like oh, it's like yeah. a jail. <laughs> she's
1: like, no injury. <laughs> so. She needs a haircut. <laughs> you know what? But she's perfect with her hair.
2: Yeah,
1: mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Reverse mullet. I don't know. <laughs> it's a really powerful experience honestly yeah um, the whole interview was great i have
0: probably a million more questions i'm just feeling kind of slow today so i wasn't as quick as mm-hmm. i would have liked to be with some of the questions
1: but we got a lot out of that yeah and hour. I, I really trust to like everything that was supposed to come through mm-hmm. really did Um, Of course, I feel like we're always left like wanting more from um, these interviews because there are just so many places we can go with people. It's always
0: like scratching the surface. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, A lot of things that
0: she shared with us, she has just gone public with in the last couple of weeks. So I'm so excited for us to be a place. Mm -hmm. for her to finally open up about
1: all that. That feels really special. Absolutely. I feel very blessed to been able to connect with her today and yeah, to be a safe space for that. She very openly and vulnerably shared so much with us Mm -hmm. and just her journey and where she is now. Um, I used to listen to her podcast when it was live. They haven't posted in over a year, but yeah, I think it's been a year, a little over a year, but uh, have just like really fallen in love with her energy and everything that she has to share with the world. And it's been really interesting and amazing to watch her completely flourish and step into her authenticity. I think that's why I'm so attracted to her energy is because she is somebody who really owns who she is. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a journey for everyone. And I'm sure there's still so many more layers for her to go. So it's going to be beautiful to watch her continue to unfold, but just very grateful for that energy to exist in our space
2: amazing, and
1: to hopefully inspire other people to own themselves and their desires. Because we're all worthy of being ourselves, and we're all fucking unique human beings for a reason. We're not supposed to be like everybody, and our journey here on Earth is not to please other people. Mm -hmm. It is to grow. Her job is kind of to please other people (laughs) (laughs) for money, but she also very much is like it's about her. Yeah, you know, absolutely. (laughs) But yes, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) absolutely but just owning that authenticity owning who she is and just i just see her like riding this unicorn into the I world and you know being like here we go surrendering let's become this amazing goddess it's just really inspiring yeah and i just know that all of you are going to be so inspired as well and hopefully allow you to accept parts of yourself that maybe you've been shamed about or Mm -hmm. hiding from um, because you deserve to be accepted and loved in the world exactly who you are.
0: Well, I can't wait for you all to listen. This was so, so, so exciting
1: and enjoy. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Waking Up the Witch. Let's just take a moment here to take some grounding breaths and connect our energy Starting with one big inhale in and release. And once again, breathing in and release. And this last one, breathing in all the love from your ancestors and the universe. Holding at the top and exhaling any stress or worries you may have today. Yes. I'd like to call in our higher selves to be here with us today as well as our ancestors and spirit team. Please wrap us in loving light, allowing us to connect more deeply, heal A little deeper and find ourselves in someone else's story please allow for whatever is meant to come through today that is for the highest light and the highest good for all involved to come through thank you so much for another day here on this beautiful planet and to be able to connect with each other thank Thank you. you thank you thank you Hi, Taylor. Hello. (laughs) Um, Today is probably one of my most favorite days on the podcast. Uh, We have a very magical guest. Hello. Mm. Hello, Gigi. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to Waking Up the Witch. Um, Gigi is a phenomenal goddess. Um, Please just introduce yourself. Tell the world who you are. We're just so happy you're here.
3: Oh, thank you so
1: much for having me, witches.
3: I am Gigi Sauvage, and I, I know these witches from my show, Basic Witches, which is another mm-hmm. witchy podcast. <laughs> Go give it a
1: listen <laughs> so, if you haven't. It's amazing.
3: Yes. Um, that one is co-hosted with my dear friend, Leah Knauer, who's also a funny comedian like me. So, um, hey, a oh, funny comedian, that's... <laughs> Redundant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a hilarious comedian. So Um, funny. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I still consider myself a basic witch, even though I've been into magic for um, probably like ten years now.
1: Yeah.
3: So do you want to hear it from
1: the top? Yes, please. Just tell us (laughs) from. The day you were born and your whole life, what has made you a basic witch in this world?
3: Oh my gosh. Well, I was born the youngest of eight kids. Wow. And uh, my parents were Catholic, so they didn't use birth control. They had a lot of kids, you know, the Mm -hmm. classic. And, um, (laughs) And I think that my soul's journey has been a lot of overcoming the like oppression and repression that Mm -hmm. patriarchal religions can can cause. Mm -hmm. So um, also I want to caveat that by saying like I had such a loving childhood. I had a home Mm -hmm. full of love and support, just not money because there was so many of us. So
1: many, yeah.
3: Yeah. So I, I had scrappy upbringings and that also really informed who I am because I, now that I'm a witch, I know how to manifest more money, mm-hmm. but I appreciate everything because I, yeah. I don't really come from much. Um, where did you so grow I was, up? Yeah. At Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Um, like a small town outside of Cleveland.
0: Nice.
3: And I was going along, going along. I was getting into acting in the community theaters. I even started doing this cable TV news show for kids. Oh, how fun. <laughs> like I was a news host for other kids. Um, <laughs> but, um, but then I had really exhausted my opportunities in performing arts in Ohio. So yeah. my life really changed when I left. I was 15 years old. I convinced my parents to let me move to New York City, essentially
1: alone. Wow, um, at 15. <laughs> They're like you're at the 15. last one. Get the fuck out.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love you, bye. That was the that
3: was the benefit. Is like I had older siblings who did study abroad, you know, mm. in college and stuff. So I could be like, well, they've gone to other places, you know. And um, <laughs> I had a brother starting law school at the same time I was starting acting high school. So I I got to go to New York, go to a performing arts high school, and. I mean, that changed my whole life when that happened, like that set up the rest of my life, because not only in my career, you know, performing arts, but like where I came from in Ohio was this little white bubble. It was like suburbia, small town. Mm -hmm. And, um, I literally had like one Asian friend, one black friend, and both of those families moved out of the town by the time it was high school. Yeah. I grew up in a small
0: town in Illinois. So like right there.
3: Yeah. Midwest. Same, same. same, same. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So getting to go to New York for high school and make new friends and experience new cultures and like all these different holidays. Like we had New York, we had all the Jewish holidays off of school and I was like,
1: wow. Wow. That's amazing. Good. (laughs) Um,
3: and you know, just living in New York City, you you—it's a worldly experience living in New yeah. York. You literally hear people speaking French walking down the street, or
1: like so diverse, Indian,
3: or yeah, so diverse. Um, so that really started to shape me living in New York and just experiencing that surrounding. And then, um, but I still wasn't—I didn't know I was a witch until I uh, moved to LA. So I stayed in New York for high school and college. I got an art degree. What was the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, ever had a job in entertainment that asked about my degree.
1: Yeah. Like, mm.
3: but whatever. I had a scholarship, experience. so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah, Thank God. That's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yes. yeah. And I did I did play um, basketball in college. So that okay. was like an experience too. College sports. Um <laughs> But then literally, you guys, I could not wait to get to L.A. I gave a speech at graduation at Radio City Music Hall, <laughs> got it like from college, got in the car and left on my road trip to move to L.A. That day.
1: Amazing. I was like, Done. Bye, bitch.
3: Um, <laughs> bye, bitch. <laughs> I always know when I have to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's yes. how I figured out about that acting schools even exist in New York because I I was like, I got to get out of Ohio. And then I was like, I got to get out of New York. Um, So then I got to L.A. and um, about three years into living here, I met Leah, my co-host of Basic Witches. And we met in a musical improv class. Like I said, both funny comedians. Um, (laughs) And we really bonded because we both had this disdain for the patriarchy. And synchronistically, we had both been gifted the same deck of oracle cards, the goddess oracle cards. Independently, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we were like, what? And we would start just hanging out and experiencing magic together and having all these synchronicities happen. And we could appreciate it, both of us. And we realized we were witches, like, neither of us even used that word before. I love that. Yeah. Hmm. And then, you know, the series of amazing guests we've gotten to have on Basic Witches and like all these professional exorcists and demonologists and spiritualists and Taoists, like, and (laughs) tarotists. We've learned so much, like, but that's the cool thing about witchcraft is like, you're never done learning. So
1: Correct. Yes, as a lifelong journey of just plucking the different things that you are being called to, like, I really feel like it's a part of our own soul's journey. There's a reason why yeah. we find fascination or curiosity in things, because even if it's just for a moment of learning or something like grander, uh, more grand, whichever, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be there for us to learn and grow a little deeper. Yeah. And then another thing that's coming to mind about
3: my journey is how, you know how witches are typically outcasts like throughout history, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. marginalized people, the other outcast. Um I think I've just known I'm that my whole life. Like yes. at first I felt like the outcast for being a poor kid in a rich neighborhood. Mm,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Then I felt like the outcast because I love sex so much. Mm-hmm. And especially as a woman, it's, there's some narrative that like guys want sex more or something, but I have a really high libido and I'm, yeah, I'm really into it spiritually. And, um, and then like owning, owning, being a witch is what led to me eventually owning being a sexual being and owning like my past, where I come from. It's like that being a witch was like the gateway to owning my otherness. Mm And I'm really happy about that.
1: Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So powerful. So beautiful.
0: It just makes it that you can like, you have the will, like you're able to accept yourself then and then you can go
1: deeper when you accept those parts Mm -hmm. of yourself.
3: Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh.
1: And I'm sure like you're you're owning the sex goddess piece of you too, is just going to like take you deeper into these other levels of owning your authenticity and Mm -hmm. this part of your soul. Like as you, grow through the rest of your life you like it's going to be so fun to watch and how cool that we get to kind of have a little peep into that you know thank you social media
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh no I I feel the same because Mm -hmm. I feel like the observer in my life now and Mm -hmm. that's thanks to years of weekly therapy like I'm such a huge proponent of mental health and therapy and I don't think I'll ever stop I'm I'm going strong (laughs) um But it's allowed me to start to see my own life and Mm. watch it happen instead of being so zoomed in. And Mm. I'm with you. I'm like, this is entertaining as fuck. What's going to (laughs) happen next? Well,
1: and you get to kind of surrender to the process, too, and just be more in that allowing space Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, swimming upstream and like trying to fit in a box that someone's created. for oh, you. I like calling it
0: the observer because I never thought of it like that. But that's how I put shit in my life into perspective because I'm like, holy shit, girl, like, look around. You live by <laughs> mountains like you have your own business. Yes. And I like will look at myself from the outside. Mm-hmm. And that's how I and kind of be like damn do I do all this,
3: this <laughs> <night?"> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I love that I love that and I love what Amber said too about allowing because that's a synchronicity mm-hmm. I was just talking mm. about allowing with a friend last night yeah and how it's just such a key because I feel like for so long I mean patriarchal society go mm-hmm. go go like mm-hmm. I was trying to force this career to happen and now I'm like the combination of gratitude, like Taylor yeah. said, um, and allowing makes me feel like, you know what? It's just all going to happen. It's all yeah. going to happen. You can take the pressure off. Like mm-hmm. it's already going. Yeah, Let's just watch.
1: Well, do you naturally become a magnet when you do surrender and live in that place of gratitude? <laughs>
3: Have you guys heard about, like, manifesting from survival mode versus creative creative mode?
1: Oh, no. Mm-mm. It's pretty simple. But I mean, basically it are ner-
3: it, Right. It's, like, self-explanatory. Yeah. But when your nervous system is in fight or flight or you're stressed, um, you're in survival mode, it's really hard to manifest from that yeah. place. But when you're in creator mode, which takes faith and trust before you really have the things you want, um, you just start to magnetize them in. hmm and I'm seeing it, you guys. My life is yeah. crazy with manifesting right now. I love that. Oh, I love that. I'm like, what? I'm not even trying. I had this like photo yes. shoot fall into my lap the other day with a makeup artist and a photographer. Oh, how far
0: into your like witchy journey did you start working on manifesting and then like start figuring out how it works and then like seeing it all yeah, come to fruition? Yeah, Good question.
3: Um, I started right away, like Leah and I were actively keeping lists and doing spells and stuff for manifesting, Um, but it's such a marked difference to how I manifest now. Mm -hmm. It's like when I first started for maybe the first few years, it felt very effortful. Um, Mm -hmm. And it felt like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do these exercises. And it worked, like some. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until after my dark night of the soul, which was mm-hmm. the trauma that I went mm-hmm. through a few years ago um, and healing from that, like now I'm a next level manifester. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I always want to caveat that by saying, like, I don't think you have to have trauma to become a better witch. Yeah. Um, I think, it. but I think if you, if it has happened, you can use it.
1: Yep. You mm-hmm. can use your
3: healing as power um and oof.
0: most people got some trauma so <laughs>
3: I mean right if you're going through the human experience
0: you probably have it yeah <laughs> I don't believe you and you say you don't so
3: <laughs> I know right at least lowercase t trauma yeah um,
0: yeah Try and trying to tell my mother that
1: and then I she told her say, whole somebody. life story
0: and I was like no this is a giant t like yeah.
1: ma'am <laughs> giant t after giant yeah. t <laughs> yeah but yeah I feel like there's
3: so many strands of the the journeys I've been on you guys like because the like getting rid of the religious shame is one whole thread mm-hmm. of yes. my life and then owning who I am sexually getting into OnlyFans getting into sex work that's a whole nother strand and they're all colored by like witchcraft spirituality and therapy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does that make
0: sense oh, <laughs> yeah so beautiful so how when did you realize that you did not align with like organized religion? Like how old oh, were you? Oh my
2: gosh.
3: <laughs> I think I never I never did. I, I, mm-hmm. I always knew. I would squirm around, I would doodle, I would like to I would get mad at what I heard in there. Yeah I, I just it never landed. Yeah, it same.
0: It. We
1: both grew up Catholic <laughs> as well. Yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it's interesting. It. Uh, Quick backstory. Like my mom, she's been lots of different things. She was raised Catholic and Lutheran. And then in her 20s found Wicca and actually was Wiccan for a little while when I was like yeah. probably around 10, 12. And then something happened. I don't know. And she like she had this beautiful broom that she Ooh, built. Sorry. And then um, ended up burning her. And, like, she used to anoint her. She'd stand. She was, like, magical as fuck. Don't touch her. She had a name. And then she ended up burning her and just became Catholic. And now she's, like, so Catholic. And we could barely even talk about that time, which is so interesting because me and my siblings are very heavily influenced from that time, Mm -hmm. I think, where it's, you know, it was like, well, this, you know, I don't practice Wicca. But, you know, this avenue feels a little bit more in sync and in the soul of of the life that we're living and going yeah going to church and doing all of that was yeah. very uncomfortable I went for the boys <laughs> uh, oh, lucky something to look at yeah <laughs> fun. like I'll go to youth group
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's interesting just the similarities
3: uh, you know, but you know how like we at least in my case, I'm similar to, like we we didn't latch onto it, but yet the ideals still got into my head and even into my imagination. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. absolutely. Because yeah. it wasn't I'm feeling until, that shame.
3: Until, oh, big yeah. time! Like yeah. it wasn't until after I was um, I got broken up with around age 26 out of an eight year relationship. Mm. So it really shook me, and that's when I realized, oh my gosh, I've still been having all this guilt and shame, uh, even yeah. with a long term boyfriend. This is coming from religion. That's where I really started to like um, do the act, the work to get it out, mm-hmm. <laughs> to excise the, the demons unlearning. of yes. the religion. <laughs> How
0: old were you when you lost your virginity?
3: 15. Yeah. No, maybe 14. 14 or yeah. 15. Yeah, same. Um, and I had no education, so I didn't know yes. it was bad. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sex was fun, but <laughs> the <laughs> the wow. safety protocol was bad yeah. <laughs> because i didn't know anything. Mhm. <gasps> Cuz they don't teach you.
1: They um, only teach you the exactly. fear pieces of it, which yes. leads to yes. you must stay absent.
0: <laughs> Someone in my exactly. husband's family got pregnant because she was told that you get pregnant by kissing, and so she did oh. everything else when she was like 14 or 15 and then they were like, "Oh, actually." Oh, <laughs> <God. laughs>
3: So Case and point. Exactly. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: I wanted to talk about kind of like the healing powers of sex work and like what that means to you.
3: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I originally started discovering the healing powers of sex work with sugar dating, which is kind of like gray area sex Mm work-ish, not really, technically. Is that like a sugar baby Um,
0: sugar daddy situation? Like a sugar baby Mm sugar. Okay.
3: Mm -hmm. And um, I used to date this couple. It's it's like a full relationship, so it's not one-for-one sex and money. That's why it's technically not sex work. But, um, you know, you develop this relationship, and there's some aspect of money involved, too and i have a money kink so i get off on the power of somebody mm. giving to me in that currency mm-hmm. and then i like to give to them in sexual energy mm-hmm. um so i would i was dating this married couple for a while and i'm i'm queer so i, I like all the different genders non binary um so i liked being with the husband and the wife and um i felt like the most insane power surges of my life starting getting into that. Mm. The only thing was I was keeping it all a secret. So like mm. I didn't get to celebrate it with many people. Mm-hmm.
0: How um, old were
3: you?
2: Um,
3: I was like 27, 28, something like
0: mm-hmm. that. Were they hot? Um, and I'm 30, <laughs> 32
3: now. Yes. Yeah, they were. <laughs> like. But I want to say they don't have to be. I can get off on – not hot people like mm-hmm. if you treat me right and you're worshiping me and you're giving to mm-hmm. me like that turns me on and sometimes it even turns me on if the other person is traditionally unattractive
1: mm-hmm. makes
3: me feel like this sparkling diamond like
1: interesting you are a sparkling yeah. diamond <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and it's like I mean
3: what a boost to your confidence you know to mm-hmm. be with someone who wear like you you're both clear on the fact that I'm the pretty one or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. and you just let me have that, like, how refreshing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't get that a lot in life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it felt really powerful because I was doing what I wanted and Mm. I was being rewarded generously for it in this currency that made my life easier, Mm -hmm. (laughs) money, you know? So like, um, and then I fell in love with someone and put it on pause for a while because he was down with all of it. Like he was down with me fulfilling my sex work fantasies, but it was confusing in my heart space to mm. maintain so many relationships Yeah, um, because it's, like I said, sugar dating, if you do it the way I do it, it becomes like a full on relationship. Mm-hmm. So I had a little pause there, but ever since being single a couple years ago, I I got back into it and... I took it to the next level by becoming a courtesan at a legal brothel in Nevada. And the healing went to the next level too. And what does that mean? That means, um, so sex work uh, is only legal in Nevada in counties Mm -hmm. of less than I think like 90,000 people or something. So Vegas, all that sex work that goes on there is illegal. Um, And in the rest of the country, it's illegal, but there are brothels that have a license And as a courtesan, I have to have a business license. I have to be like background checked, all these, there's a lot of like logistics, but then Mm -hmm. I become a legal sex worker. And as such, I'm an independent contractor. So it's kind of like a, you know, gig economy, like Uber. Amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I'm running my own business at this brothel, meaning I choose all my clientele. I say no all day long. Um, there's a million safety measures in place. Like legal sex work is so fucking cool. And I truly didn't mm-hmm. know before a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, it, it's to me, it's like kind of safer than dating in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, as, as I've been single for a couple of years now, it's kind of served as a way to have intimacy too. Um, mm. And just in a really controlled safe environment and yeah. i make so much money. Yeah, that's cool. How long yes. are you still doing that? Yeah, so it's it's freelance. Um mm-hmm. we make our own schedules and we you like Cortezons go for one week at a time. Okay. Um and then they can, like we can stay longer but you have to just do like at least a week. And I just am so busy writing, you guys. I haven't been back in yeah. months, but I'll go back. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go back.
1: That's so nice to have wow. that in your tool belt and to yeah. not only feed your bank account, but also your soul and just having yeah. that that intimacy. Can I ask how what fun. the money's
3: like? I legally, I can't say much, but yeah. um, let me think of how I could say it. Like... <laughs>
2: Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) how can I say this maybe what I could just say is like I went from working minimum wage jobs to making six figures in a few weeks okay I was like hold up some finger
2: yeah (laughs) I think I think legally
3: like I don't know I mean think, I think I could say like, um, for people who were going there to spend money, they should be prepared to spend more like they're shopping for a car than shopping mm, for groceries. Mm-hmm. Hell like, yeah. yeah. More like they're going on a luxury vacation than a day at the spa. Like,
0: yeah.
1: Amazing. That's a great way. Sometimes,
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah. That sounds
0: great. I do sometimes look at some sex work and I'm like, you should be paid a little bit more for that. Oh, like, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what's I don't so think cool a about... $1,000 in a day would really like jazz me up enough.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: right, right. What's so cool about the brothel I work at at least is um, there's no limits. And since I'm running my own business, I set my own prices. Fuck yeah. So it can be as high as you want. And there are some crazy cool stories about that. That's why. <laughs> Yeah. So they don't, they don't limit you, which I think is a really good business model. Yeah.
0: Can you tell any stories? And, um, yeah.
3: Okay. Like, I would love <laughs> to hear some uh, stories. Ranch, yeah.
1: yeah. How empowering. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, like, it's so empowering. Um, I can kind of just paint you a picture of what that yeah. feels like.
2: Mm-hmm. So I would love that.
3: you essentially move out there to the desert for a week. And you pay room and board to have your room there that you're running your business out of, but it's also a resort. So there's, there's like all these facilities and, and rooms that with a client you can use that are really cool. Mm -hmm. And there's like little houses, you can have bubble baths, you can make it like a date night. You can get kinky. There's like different kink rooms. Um, And I'm living there and working there for that week. So I keep my room as like a really sacred space. And then, you know, I like, I like love to get dressed up in my different outfits. Maybe it's lingerie one day. Maybe it's some really cool dress another day. And then I can either have somebody come in by appointment mm-hmm. or I might meet them in the bar there. So mm-hmm. there's like a lounge bar area where you can just get to know people before deciding if you might want to move forward together.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's how it Feel usually the energy.
3: happens. Yeah. Um yeah, yes, totally. And as a witch, I have a superpower Mm because I can literally walk in that bar and be like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Yes, that person.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: and I can just read them. And so, yeah, you, you kind of can get to know someone. And then when it comes time to move forward, you go to a special place and you negotiate and you have to agree on time, money, and activity. Um, and that's where they get to see some of my art and they get to, you know, learn about my pricing and stuff. And then I'm kind of curating it with them. I'm reading them and I'm figuring out like, okay, what what are their needs? What do they want? Usually they're incredibly nervous. Most yeah. people are really nervous. Oh, sweet. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe they mm-hmm. haven't had sex in a really long time or they're not good with women or mm-hmm. they're just nervous about spending so much money. Mm. So. I do a lot of kind of energy work as we're talking just to let mm-hmm. that kind of neutralize. I spray a lot of lavender. And then once we agree on something, which in my case, it usually looks like, like my sort of persona is this goddess, you know, so most of my clientele are there to make me feel good.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's less about like me servicing them. It's more about them making sure I'm happy um, mm-hmm. and we both get off on that. But anyways, we agree. And then what I love is I get to then perform a visual STI inspection on them. Yes. So I get to have them take down their everything and I get trained in this. I have like gloves and alcohol and a light and everything. And I do a full visual inspection of the genitalia. Amazing. That's kind of hot. Too.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, Usually I'm, I'm like I'm your nurse now. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes,
3: yes. I like em. to throw in jokes there for sure. I'm like no insurance required. Or like amazing. This one's on the house. Um <laughs> And then as long as they look all good, we we move forward and then it's just it feels gosh it feels so good to have someone want you so bad that Mm -hmm. they would pay that much money just to spend time with you. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's crazy too, because it's, it's, it's not always sex. Like a lot of times it's talking or dancing. Yeah. Um, I'd say like maybe 60% of the time it's straight up intercourse. Mm-hmm. but it's a lot more creative than that like it and that's what i love about it i'm mm-hmm. like this is the next art form for me you know like mm-hmm. sex work is so creative love that for You're you You're regular After all, sex is sex is how we create humans 1000% so. um yeah <laughs> Yeah, I have some. I have some fans, <laughs> but I don't go that often. So, <laughs> so I do tend to get more new people. But you know, I've I've had some regulars. I have a lot of virgins. And it's oh so wow! Nice.
1: What an incredible yeah. first time experience for them!
3: That's right? Amazing. I think. I mean, way less right? I <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, and believe it or not, a lot of like uncles or dads will bring in their son or nephew who's Aww. a virgin and pay for it for them yeah <laughs> and like that just to let them get the experience with a professional who knows what she's doing
1: that's amazing and to help instill yeah. a little bit of confidence for them too I'm sure
3: I feel like teach them yeah, stuff too yeah, yeah for sure and be like be respectful. oh they always ask questions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how oh, amazing I don't even worry I call that yes yes <laughs> No better way to initiate them than by a goddess who will, you know, empower them with information.
1: That's so beautiful. It's worth the money. That's fucking incredible.
3: (laughs) And I also have, like, I've had 80-year-olds. I've had people with disabilities, like autistic people, women, men, couples. It's so cool.
0: How much time do you say on average somebody books out with you? Uh...
3: I would say average is like 45 minutes to an hour, okay. but yeah. And then two and above is like rare, but it happens probably each time I'm there at least once. Um, yeah. What's so cool is since the experience is so heightened, even if they are only doing an hour, it feels like three hours
0: to Yeah.
1: Them they're taking it
3: all in so intensely. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I also feel like there'd be power and be like, oh, like the bell rings and you're like, all right,
3: goodbye. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Yep. It's been nice. (laughs) See ya.
0: What
1: do you do? You have Um, to be on
3: top of that. I love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you do after a session with somebody and like to, you know, clear your energy and just kind of reset your space for you?
3: I usually go and be by myself
1: for a mm-hmm. while.
3: Um, I light Palo Santo and I watch a show because it kind of takes my mind off of things and mm-hmm. just reset. Um, and then also there's a hot tub and pool. So I might like go in the hot tub and use the water to yeah, reset. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you're
1: a scorpio too so i'm sure that's like a beautiful healing tool for you
3: (laughs) exactly baths (laughs) all day
1: Mm -hmm. how amazing
0: um is there anything else you would like to elaborate on that or like give us any more info on the brothel
3: I mean, yeah, I just want to talk about the other women there, the other courtesans, yeah. Yeah. because they're also all walks of life, just like the clientele. Unfortunately, there's no male courtesans at this point. They, mm-hmm. It's kind of straight like that. It's just mm-hmm. women. But as far as the women goes, it's all different races, all different ages. There's courtesans who are also doctors and lawyers. There's mm-hmm. grandmothers and I love getting to know the other women and their amazing stories. Like, mm. they're I feel like the type of women who are doing this are all resourceful, smart, like, badass women. Yeah. That's all I could yeah. say is everyone I meet there is a fucking badass. Like, mm-hmm. super cool.
1: That's so awesome. And, like, really great to be able to get those connections and to be able to share in those experiences together because they are so unique. Um, I'm sure it's hard for some people maybe in your circle to totally understand what you're doing and to be able to have, you know, a community of other people that you can share in that with as well.
3: Yes. And they tend to be in the witchy community too. Oh, wow. Um, That's awesome. Yes, a lot witches of witches who fuck.
2: There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taylor <Nice>. joining.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that was a question and, like, I was going to have. We do as- magic. That's yeah, so fucking that. awesome.
3: Hell yes. yeah. Yeah, because like the grounds there, like the ground that it's in the desert mm. in Nevada. Um, you guys, it's such powerful mm. ground because think about it. All day long, people are orgasming there and yes. feeling so Whoa. happy. Give me chills. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah. So the energy there is like I've used it mm. for some insane manifesting. It's so cool. Wow. And, and most of the courtesans do magic there.
1: Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Yeah. You just like really get, cool. go out in the desert together and hold hands and call in all the good <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> yes. And there's certain little rituals that I think, you know, I have to keep secret. But mm-hmm. of course they're fun and funny and powerful.
1: That's amazing. That's so magical.
0: So you were talking about magic and we're talking about sex. So can you tell us like what sex magic is and like what that means?
3: So sex magic is manifestation magic It's using an intention coupled with the energy of your build and release sexually to manifest. So I do this often on my own with solo Mm -hmm. sex. Um, And I am someone who can orgasm, but you don't have to orgasm for this to happen. All you have to do is build up that energy, do the foreplay, do uh, the arousal, and all the while have an intention. Um, So like... I did one recently that I can tell you about because it already came true. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not fucking with it. Um, (laughs) So I wanted to manifest magnetization, uh, uh, like getting bigger, bigger exposure for myself uh, career-wise. And in this case, I had a, a willing partner who wanted to do sex magic with me. So we both talked about this intention that was shared. He wanted magnifying also. And then as we were having like the session of sex, we, we kept kind of using that in the dirty talk, like you're magnified or like say my name, like I'm magnified. Mm. Um, and then when we orgasmed, we kind of yelled it. Yeah. <laughs> it's bonus points if you do that. You don't have, I'm double Scorpio, I do it intense. You could just think it, you could just think it. So we yelled it and then not even like, a week later, I got one of my stories of Cosmopolitan onto the main page of Cosmopolitan. So, like awesome. Magnified. <laughs> and I did <laughs> nothing but the sex magic. Like the article I wrote was already out there. It was sitting. It was, I did the sex magic and then they chose to pick up that wow. article and put it on the main page. It's like, yes. oh, crazy. what?
0: <laughs> I guess that I have been doing that without knowing there was a name for it i'm always like visualizing like me being awesome and like rich <laughs> yes. when i'm orgasming maybe <laughs> yes. just like when i'm mostly masturbating but um yeah i didn't know there was a name for it i'm just like seeing like my future house and, like, <laughs> the way it looks and stuff Like, wow, yeah, I'm coming. You're doing it, you're (laughs) doing it. That's
3: so cool. That's what I thought in my mind.
0: I was like, well, it feels like a really intense moment. I'm probably like amplifying something, (laughs) yeah,
3: exactly. And isn't the whole point of manifesting is like once you let go, then it comes to you, and an orgasm is a let
1: go. Mm, Wow, Mm -hmm. love that.
0: Do you feel like your sex, your journey with sex and exploring yourself sexually? started after your breakup? Or did you always um, feel like super sex curious before?
3: Yes. No, that, that's actually a direct yes to that question because it was distinctly, it was, so I had this eight year relationship and that's the one where when it ended, I realized, oh, I'm not really living my life for me. I'm still have those religious ideals mm-hmm. in my brain. I, I had felt in that relationship, like a weirdo for having such a high sex drive, But I really had it and I had even asked that partner, could I, do you mind if I like explore this sex work itch? Could I, you know, sugar date or something on the side? That was a no. But as (laughs) as soon as we broke up, as soon as we broke up, I was like, got on that website seeking arrangements Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. started out. So yeah, and that was really the beginning. And then, and then eventually OnlyFans. Mm Mm-hmm. And then eventually the brothel. That's kind of the order that happened.
0: How did you get into and start your OnlyFans? And how long have you been doing that?
3: A few years of that. And um, the it was really scary starting the OnlyFans because that was the only public form of sex work-ish that I had ever done. Because I was hiding all this stuff about sugar dating. And mm-hmm. I wasn't at the brothel yet. But I had survived a really crazy sexual assault. And I just say crazy because normally sexual assaults are unfortunately committed by someone we know. Mm -hmm. This was like a total psychopathic stranger who broke into my house and assaulted me. And my God. Yeah. So after healing from that, I was like, next level, I'm going to live my life for me. First the breakup, now, then the assault. I was like, no, like, like I really want to live my life for me because I just saw my life flash before my eyes. I thought I was going to die that day. Yeah. So that's my dark night of the soul was healing from that. And when you come out of it and you realize you're actually grateful to be alive and nothing matters so much like you thought it did because you almost died. So you see things really fucking clearly. That's when I got on OnlyFans. Because I was Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is holding me back? And also, I interviewed amazing women who were on OnlyFans on my show, Basic Witches. And I admired them so much. And I was like, they're doing it out loud. Literally, Mm -hmm. why am I not? Only because of my parents' religion still. Yeah. So that's changed that. Got on there. Yes. And um, I got on OnlyFans... Yeah, it was back in early 2020, I think. And mm-hmm. um, it was scary though at first. It was scary. But um, it's become such a haven for me because just like at the brothel, I'm in control. I'm running my own business. So
2: mm-hmm. I do
3: it my way. I don't do porn per se, but I do really sensual music videos where I dance mm-hmm. and strip mm-hmm. and like I make art by painting with my body parts instead of a paintbrush or you know I I do all kinds of crazy like avant-garde art in there that's awesome I love and, how
1: connected you yeah. are to your sacral chakra like everything you're doing is just live there.
2: I live healing
1: there. everything with that and I think for most people like 99.99999% of people like have very closed dirty not working well sacrals and I mean, obviously, yours has been a journey to do that. But now you are fully yeah. like you are all orange and sparkly and bright and just like living in that Thank healing you. energy constantly. Thank you. <laughs> I yes, love it. Yes,
3: because sacral chakra is sex, power, money, death and rebirth and creativity.
1: Creativity. Mm-hmm. So that's like it's everything.
3: You're right. I just live there. And my, my rising sign is also Scorpio. So oh. kind of makes sense. Okay. I like I meant moon? to be right there for Aries. Wow. <laughs> that is a spicy little comment. It's I know. I'm like I am intense. I experience life intensely. <laughs> like, that is amazing. There is no doubt about that. I was yeah. And that that Aries moon was like I was a tantrum child. I mm-hmm so intense you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man.
1: But now you're just owning that energy and you're like yeah. this is yeah. who I am. Yeah. I love it.
3: And I use it's all amazing. my power for good. So it's like yeah. now I mm. You know what was a huge part of the journey we kind of didn't hit on was like clearing my blocks, my blocks to receiving. Oh because yeah. Because to be a goddess, you have to receive. You're living in the feminine energy, so the yin mm. part of the yin yang. Mm-hmm. And so many of us that are identify as women, um, have blocks to receiving
1: mm-hmm. and so interesting. Cause we literally yeah. receive sexually. <laughs> exactly. Like our, that's our bodies that's are where, designed. You know, yeah. Yeah. To receive.
3: Um, and somewhere along the way I identified that and then started intentionally working on being better at receiving. It started with receiving help because I was so mm. toxically independent. I never asked for help. Mm -hmm. And that was another beautiful gift that traumas gave me because it was like after the breakup, I had to ask for help. After the assault, I had to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Those were little windows into receiving. Mm -hmm. And then I started adding in, okay, I'm willing to receive the compliments given to me instead of brush them off or immediately compliment the person back. Yeah. Just to throw it back.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, And then OnlyFans helped with receiving because people were giving me money.
2: Mm -hmm. You
3: know, and sugar dating helped with that. But then next level receiving really came at the ranch, which is the shorthand for the brothel, Um, Mm -hmm. because I found this phenomenon there that a lot of men were coming in, married men were coming in to see me because they knew they could pour their adoration into me and I would accept it and say, thank you. And they shared that their wives aren't doing that.
2: They're not willing to
3: receive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's not the answer I you even, think
0: it is, really.
1: I know. That's so interesting. Right? hmm Well, just goes and, to show um, that it is like a larger issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Many women yes. struggle. Oh, yes.
3: Mm-hmm. I know. Where are you guys at wow. with your receiving journeys?
1: You know, um, I've definitely struggled with that in the past and something like I'll catch myself. Um, like a friend wanting to celebrate me and buy me a coffee or a mimosa or something. I'll be like, Oh, you don't have to do that. That's usually my response and I'll catch myself and I'll be like, no, how about thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you want to shower me with this treat. I will take it. And I'll, I, I'm at the point of like, I'll say the old habit, but catch myself in it and be like, no, mm. because I want to receive, I want to receive anything that's meant for me. And this is something that yes. is meant for me. And it is a struggle, like because same thing, like needing someone to help you feels like you're powerless, but that's really not what it is.
3: (laughs) It's really just vulnerability, which is powerful.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And that other
3: person wants to give to you. Exactly. That was a key for me. Is like it actually gives them pleasure to give to me. Mm -hmm. So why don't I let them do it?
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm such a giver. Like I, I've. feel yes, turned on know. and happy like giving people yeah. things I love to spoil people so mm. I also deserve to be spoiled if someone yeah. wants to do that yes. for me yes.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I guess you, Taylor? I'm like thinking back and so my toxic relationship I was very much like uh I, I was young and like he had the money and I was like I feel like mm. kept broke on purpose to be more mm. dependent on him and Mm. then after that was a real like fuck you I'm never gonna lean on anybody for anything ever and I think maybe I still do that with my money like my uh business wise but uh, like I need to have this so no one can ever take anything away from me like the safety security like whatever um But other than that, I'm real open to receiving whatever. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, (laughs) give it to me. I'll take it. Gimme, (laughs) gimme. Yeah, I'm really fine.
3: (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm so glad for all of us because as all recovering Catholics, we were definitely taught that it's selfish to receive. You should always give to others and you should be the martyr. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we're all on the journey to that.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I paid enough attention ever in church to really know what was going on. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I did like the weekly classes, but I don't really like the Um, catechism. It was on Wednesdays. It was called PSR, but it was like a Bible study and I'd always be like, but that doesn't make sense. Why are they doing that? They're
1: like, <laughs> shut up and sit down. I mean, like, quit not yep. like you asking questions.
0: Yeah. Um, with that
1: being said, like, is your family in the know of, you know, what you're doing now for work? So it's crazy because I
3: just got to have the most generationally healing trip with my mom's surprise visiting mm. me out in here out here in California. Mm-hmm. And alone, without my dad, who's maybe Mm. the even more religious one. Mm -hmm. And I got to download her on most of this stuff that we're talking about. And it's crazy because her mom, my grandma, was uh, born and raised in Hungary, and she was a nun. Yes. I'm part
1: Hungarian also, (laughs) Oh,
3: my God. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Love that. I can see it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, we have a similar face shape, I feel like. Um,
1: (laughs) So she was a nun.
3: She was a nun. Yeah, she, like, loved this boy when she was 16, but her parents didn't approve, and so she had to go be a nun in a convent for 13 years until she immigrated to America. And, um... (laughs) Cute, I know. It's a cute story though. Cause like my Hungarian grandfather, they met like the night before getting on the boats. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> and now I'm here, like what are the chances? But she, you know, to go from like one generation is like forced to be a nun to two generations. I'm a sex worker. That's yeah. pretty healing. Wow. You yeah. Know? Yeah.
1: Deep healing and, and quick healing yeah. too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And my mom and I got to talk about that. And um, she was able to understand even with her religious views that what I'm doing is spreading love and empowerment Mm -hmm. and I'm healing people with my sexual Mm -hmm. energy. And she kind of brought up how like, Jesus even loved the prostitutes, and I was like,
2: <laughs> "Of course he loved them. They're Aww. doing the
3: Lord's work. Like yes. they're job. people. They're making people feel whole and better. And like sex is one of our five houses of health. It's a, mm-hmm. a, a literally a health need. So it's we were also able to talk the about oldest
0: that. profession ever
3: that's ever existed. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah ever <laughs> like something's working obviously." Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I didn't go into detail about being a legal courtesan at the ranch with her. I just mm-hmm. talked about sex work in general. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we understood each other. It was really fucking healing. That's so, so
1: powerful.
3: Yeah. It makes me way less nervous to do interviews yeah. like this. Good. <laughs> at yeah. Least, at least they know a little something and that's yeah. enough. They don't yeah. have to know it all. But that's, you know, we're
2: clear.
0: Um, I kind of want to circle back a little bit to the OnlyFans. To me, it's so like the scariest part of it is like it's the internet right it's there forever oh,
3: yeah. but oh that shit's aside <laughs> from
0: that like as far as sex work goes it seems like one of the safest options because it's low commitment to other people and like as long as you're being safe there's not a lot that can like harm you physically yeah. and so I really just love that as like a way to either start or just having that be your only thing. Cause sometimes if like you're a dancer, you're putting yourself Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, uncomfortable mm -hmm. situations sometimes, or if you were doing sex work and you didn't have as much control, I guess, as you do over yours, like it could get sketchy and only fans seems like just the perfect medium.
3: Yeah. I, I love it. I, I, really I'm grateful for it because it's such a safe space for me to like I said create whatever I want Mm -hmm. and express however I want and yes I that is something that I had to be okay with from the beginning I was like as soon as I hit upload this is out there for the whole Mm -hmm. world to see because I've googled it before people rip my shit and put it on like other sites like people people take my stuff and then they go and make money off of it but you know what that happens on Instagram too. There's a totally, basic yeah. Witches account making money, scamming people, oh God, so using our fake pictures fake- and our voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, um, so I, I just like, you guys. I live with a lot of blinders on, and I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. with a career where I'm putting myself in the public eye, I'm also slapping the letter A to me, like mm-hmm. Scarlet Letter. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm a whore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm. I have to keep the blinders on. I have to not read comments, and I. Yeah. Like, oh I, yeah. I'm, yeah. You know, I kick people out of my OnlyFans if they're at all. If I don't like the vibe at all,
2: just mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. gone. Have a
3: refund. Bye-bye. Um, but for the most, most, most part, like 99% of it, I attract in great fans that are it's, – it's such a nice place to get um, worshipped. Yeah. Like imagine your self-esteem, you know? Oh, totally. That's they're just amazing. loving on you all day. Yeah, you just like I post a little that. thing and they love you. I and they give don't... you money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: never taken the, like, term whore or hoe or slut. Like, it's never hurt my feelings. Yeah. Ever. Like, it's always mm-hmm. like, don't call me fat. Don't call me ugly, but like, I don't, sure, I'm a hoe. Like, who cares? <laughs> it's not like,
2: anytime that. somebody
0: tried to like shame me that way, I'm like, try again.
3: Like, try something else. That's a compliment. Thank
1: you. Because thank you. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> me? Um, so, do you have a lot of friends that are in your circle that are also sex workers? um I have a couple. Yeah. What about moms that are sex workers?
3: Um, well, I can tell you that at the brothel, at least like 70% of the women working there are moms. I mean, I feel like one of the few that doesn't have kids. Love that. hmm
1: So yeah. empowering. Like, so
3: badass. Do yeah. you
0: have any dominatrix friends or anybody oh, in that yeah. kind of part of the industry? Mm-hmm
3: i I do i know some people who are like intimacy coaches and dominant dominatrixes uh out in l a or mm-hmm. definitely at the ranch there's like super professional ones who uh who do it in porn and at the ranch cool. and then I consider myself a nurturing dom as the goddess because mm-hmm. i'm 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 the one in control and calling the shots I just am not a leather clad like b d s m dom per mm-hmm. se mm-hmm
1: Love cool I, but i will I'm, spank
3: you like
0: i will
1: yeah. i will hit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> torturing men just really excites me so, i've like, gotten
3: the opportunity cool. you guys it's so oh my gosh i've gotten to penetrate men <laughs> mm-hmm. and their assholes Amazing. The, the power, power. Yeah. yes you're like okay i get it
1: <laughs> i'm like yes <laughs> I just Spanky got my toys. my first spanking tool a couple of months ago. Our poor little dog gets really terrified by it, though. <laughs> <laughs> how She's does like, the dog Look. know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look She's away. Let like, <laughs> me out of here. <laughs>
1: um, I did have a thought that yeah. came up earlier that just resurfaced. Um, have you ever thought about, like, teaching people how to, like, talk dirty in the bedroom or kind of help you know create this um more I don't know what you would say I guess just confidence in the bedroom like because for me like talking dirty I think I just think it's hilarious and I have such a hard time with it and my husband he like really gets into it and you know I've always wanted to help him with that but it's just I just like oh I can't help but laugh I just think it's so silly which is also like a whole nother beautiful part of sex that we get to laugh in the bedroom so much but I just think you would something like that and you're just so like nurturing and you're like yeah good job let's do this (laughs) (laughs) so I have actually
3: written an article about this that isn't published anywhere yet but I am gonna try to get it published somewhere Mm -hmm. um where I broke down dirty talk into like three easy go-tos for people who feel silly about it. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty much written for you. Um, And just to have in your back pocket, like you can, dirty talk could be compliments. That's Mm -hmm. really easy. Just saying stuff you like about what's going on.
2: Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I love
3: how you're rubbing me there. Like, oh, look at your cock or whatever. (laughs) And then um, (laughs) commands. Mm -hmm. So you could be saying like, I want you to lick me here or Mm -hmm. stop go to go down to get on the floor I don't know you know mm-hmm. commands um and then I can't remember what was the third way I broke it down was like oh feedback so mm-hmm. if they're doing something mm-hmm. to you just mm-hmm. saying how much you like it
1: yeah and that's been that, like that kind of be my, talk my practice when I am trying to do it it is more of like okay that's that feels good stay there or keep doing that yeah, um, yeah. I feel like there's this like but I sex goddess inside of me that is yet to be born. And I keep, you know, breaking pieces of these different things like Mama Gina, I've taken tons of her courses and, you know, things like I that, where I'm like, her
3: up there. Yeah. oh, she's
1: incredible. Um, you know, but just like really I trying to feed feel- my energy with that. And it does help. Like I have grown so much more confident and I like to get in lingerie and we like to have toys and, Good. you know, and he is very yes. much about pleasing, which is wonderful. I feel so lucky for that. Right. So I'm like, I really yeah. could have whatever I want if I just learned how to use my voice. <laughs> yes. And mm-hmm. voice
3: and sex are connected. Exactly.
1: Yep. They're and that's still probably that Catholic harmonized. shame. Yeah, maybe so. Right? Yeah. Stopping
3: it here. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I going to say about that? I was going to recommend Mama Gina because when you were speaking, it made me think, are you looking at your pussy enough? Are you open enough? I used
1: to not. Like I was very closed off from her, which I think it's still like there's still healing to be done for sure. But um, yeah, I I drew a picture of her. (laughs) Definitely way more involved in her life.
3: (laughs) Yeah, because I was thinking like your partner might like, anything you can say about her or how, she, what she's liking, what she's feeling. Sometimes I go mm-hmm. into full third person and I'm like, we're basically having a threesome. It's me, mm-hmm. my pussy and you.
1: I love that um, idea.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, she wants, she wants you to do this. She yeah. wants you to do that. That would <laughs> probably kind of,
1: help, honestly. It helps because <laughs> Just it's like, like, get in your mind too much.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit of permission. Cause you're not saying I, it's not yeah, an I statement. Yeah. So totally.
1: I recommend. I love that. Well, thank you for that little breakdown. I look forward to finding your article in the world when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there any other like offerings or things that magical ways that people could work with you or things that you want people to know yeah, that you are putting about. out into the world where they can go find your art?
3: Yeah, I would. I would love to send listeners to my website, ggsauvage.com. There you can get to all the social media stuff, and you can also see my art for sale, my deck of Oracle cards, which mm-hmm. we'll get into in a few, and um, you can get to my OnlyFans. And you can also watch my career in Hollywood develop because wonderful, we're going places, baby. We got yeah, Cosmopolitan, you we got... Well, so lots
1: exciting. of congratulations, congratulations on that, love seeing you that. it's very oh, exciting
3: i love <laughs> i love writing erotica it's mm-hmm. so rewarding so Amazing. um stay tuned i plan to be an original show creator for hbo or something like that so. yes
1: you will fuck yeah Manifesting that, baby <laughs> it's happening <laughs> um,
0: before when I wanted to add one. Oh, yeah, please. When you were talking about your great grandma, I was just remembering that my mom said when she was here (laughs) recording. Oh, two things. (laughs) Not what you were just laughing about. But my great grandfather was apparently a gigolo.
3: Oh, nice. So that's really interesting. That's
0: amazing. That's awesome. Um, Amber's laughing because (laughs) I found out when we were interviewing my mom last week that my grandfather died inside of my grandma on top of her, like, heart attack, like, (gasps) while they were fucking.
1: He said he wanted to die having sex,
0: (laughs) and he did. did. (laughs) Were they elderly? No, I, he died before I was born, so I just never knew this information. And my mom was like, "Oh yeah, blah blah." I'm like, "Wait, excuse, slow down, rewind." <laughs> Did you just say what I think you said?
3: <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." Oh my gosh, I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I, I'm perplexed because it's kind of a really good way to go if you have right? to go.
0: <laughs> it's what brought you here? But like. <laughs>
3: I mean, full circle. Legend, but that's, <laughs> full circle. Yeah, circle <laughs> of <crazy>. life. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Um, so we have a couple of questions that we like to ask everybody before we end the podcast. And one of those questions is if you could tell your younger self whether that's your younger self yesterday or your younger self all the way when you were little, one thing, what would it be?
3: I'm just hearing it's all gonna work out, baby. Mm-hmm. It's all gonna work out. Fuck yeah. That's it. She just needs it to know is. that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. When we're when we're little, we just are always so worried, I feel. Uh maybe not always, but you know, you do have I remember Growing up with like I'm afraid to die all the time. And it's like now yes. I don't really have that fear anymore. Maybe that is also growing up under the Catholic Church at some point in my life. Everything's so <laughs> true. Death <laughs> all the we're time. Born a sinner <laughs> and so. you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so refreshing to be mm-hmm. a fellow. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, our other question is what is like one thing that you just can't live without for self-care?
3: such a good question immediately m- I'm hearing music mm-hmm. music is with me throughout like all of the day yeah. it's just so comforting to me mm-hmm. yeah so it's huge self-care
1: same I love that so much so powerful so healing
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it would be crazy for us to not ask you to do the honors of the
1: card poll since this is yeah. your deck. Yes, please tell us yes. a little bit about your deck. Uh, the sexiest deck alive and you know anything mm-hmm. you want to tell us about it and then definitely we would be so honored to have you pull a card for us yes oh it's my pleasure
3: <laughs> so the sexiest deck alive mm. of course I had to have a little humor in there <laughs> and these are erotic oracle cards that I made they're all digital Amazing. collage and it was a really fun journey making them and writing the messages on them I -hmm. kind of let it just all come through me and then I tried to print them in China and they said no there's too much nipple (sighs) Um, and (laughs) sent them sent me back my money and I got them printed in the US Um, and they're fucking gorgeous if you they are so
1: beautiful I got my deck right here oh my one god of, one yes. of the first the first yes, first 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 oh my god yes. yes I'm so
3: honored so you've had them for a while oh
1: yeah mm-hmm. and
3: um I guess it's if yeah you probably can't... like
1: a year and a half almost now huh
3: nice yeah, yeah. at
1: least um
3: time is crazy I know what Time's is time
1: weird. um
3: so with this deck, I recommend you get messy. Like there's no right or wrong way to pull from this deck. It's the feminine energy. It's all we love messy. Mess. <laughs> yeah. So just now I shuffled and I just pulled one for us. Ooh, we got give 'em hell. Yeah. It shows me in booty shorts. Yeah. Like <laughs> look at that ass <laughs> with a thank you. I'm. Um, I make a lot of money off that ad. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love it. There's some naked women dancing amongst the flames in the background. Mm. And it says, life is short shorts. <laughs> You're allowed to want what you want. You need to give hell to anyone that stands in your way. Burn it down to build it up, baby. Fuck Yeah. yeah the most like catholic
1: episode for us to pull (laughs) out we are witches yes baby it's a very tower moment very tower it's also burn it down gonna be aries season in just a sec. or no is that today right it starts like today or tomorrow today tomorrow yeah yeah so that's also very wild that's very aries energy
3: yeah oh shit Mm. the cards don't lie so no listening like (laughs) Whatever you're, whatever you're stopping yourself from for some reason that's not coming from your heart, mm. no, question yes. it, burn down whatever those mm-hmm. ideas are and let yourself come through the flames.
2: Mm. Authentically. Because yeah, it says,
3: it says you're allowed to want what you want. So this is about desire. Like, mm. don't let anyone tell you you're wrong for that.
1: Fuck yeah. well, and. Also, full circle as you're talking about like your big relationship and how you really couldn't be who you were. And mm-hmm. you had to burn that down to then really start to, you know, dive into who you are and getting yes. your desires fulfilled to where you are now. Yes. So beautiful. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you, cards. We love you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. I love that so much. Where can everybody find you? you
3: can go to ggsauvage.com mm-hmm. and find all the goods.
1: Wonderful. Amazing. Oh, so this has good. been like, I knew this was going to just be like hanging out with a friend and super flowy yeah, and lovely. <laughs> and it totally was so grateful for your time and energy today and to be able to connect with you in this way. I fucking love you. I'm inspired by you. And I know yes. that everyone else is also going to feel the same. You are a goddess. Yes. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank
3: you. It's it's been such a pleasure.
1: <laughs> and uh go drink some water. Mm. <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> yes. Watch a show. Mm.
1: Yeah. Masturbate.
0: Thank Meditate.
3: You. Yeah. <laughs> levitate oh yes <laughs> thank
0: you love so that. much love you witches
1: find us on tiktok and instagram at waking up the witch please email us your witchy stories ghost stories corrections and advice questions to waking up at gmail.com love you love you